Our scripture for this morning is from Luke, the Gospel of Luke, the third chapter, verses 2 through 6. Let us listen for God's word. The word of God came to John, son of Zechariah, while he was in the wilderness. John went into all the region around the Jordan, proclaiming a baptism of repentance for the forgiveness of sins, as it is written in the book of the words of the prophet Isaiah. The voice of one crying out in the wilderness, prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Every valley shall be filled, and every mountain and hill shall be made low, and the crooked shall be made straight, and the rough ways made smooth. And all flesh, flesh shall see the salvation of God. Let us pray. <clears throat> oh, holy God, we give you thanks for your holy word. And we thank you again for this time to be here today. We pray, oh God, that we would have ears to listen, that we would have open hearts to see what it is that you will say to us this day. For it is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. So this weekend, we put up our Christmas tree at my house. There's my children putting up our Christmas tree. And I have to say that I am pretty impressed. This is certainly, I think, the earliest that we've ever put up the Christmas tree. I mean, it's only December 6th. Oftentimes, it's December 18th at least. I'm also very thankful because it was a special occasion. Everybody participated. We made homemade pizzas together first. We played Christmas carols, and we decorated the tree, and we made it at least two hours without an argument or a fight. And then it happened, but I was celebrating because it was two hours. It was pretty amazing. And I am grateful. It hasn't always been this easy or this peaceful. Regularly, it's not. For a variety of reasons. From being over-exhausted from work and life, or raising, because of raising children, or the friction that is in our relationships in the home, to some holidays when we were grieving this year was different, and all I can do is be thankful. Christmas time has been hard for me in the past, and I imagine it's been hard for you. Maybe this year is hard for you. For most of us, maybe it's a mix of hard spots and easier celebrative times. But what about the song? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Is it? <laughs> Today, I invite us to pay attention, to pay attention to our hearts. This, is a, this feels like a sacred space this morning. The music is always amazing, the Christmas carols, and just the this space, coming to be at the table, um, gathered here, the, 
feeling raw from what's happening in the world um, and being here. So I invite us to pay attention to our heart, to take a deep breath and be present here, and to acknowledge where we might need some healing, some help, to, to realize, to consider at this time that we are not pressured to accept that this is the most wonderful time of the year, just because the song sings that, but to recognize what this season is about, that Christ was born to offer us life, and not just life, but life to the full, and that God is interested in our hearts and not interested in the pressure that our society puts on us at this time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year, but is it? Not for everyone, not when there's an empty table, an empty chair at the table, not when your body is ravaged with illness, not when the depression is too much to bear, and not without her voice joining yours on the Christmas carols. Not when you feel all alone, even in a crowd. Not when you are not sure you can even afford the rent or mortgage, let alone the presents. Not when another Christmas party means he will come home drunk again. Not after another mass shooting. Not when there is so much violence and destruction in the world. Not, you can probably fill in the blank. It's the most wonderful time of the year. I sort of doubt it for some folks. For some of us trying to smile and say Merry Christmas is more than difficult. It can be pretty near impossible. And yet, in truth, it has never been the most wonderful time of the year, even though the commercials and the advertisements would have us think otherwise. In the days surrounding the first Christmas so long ago, times were difficult. The story of the birth of Jesus is not to be told with a jolly voice and a ho, ho, ho. It is a story of a teenage girl pregnant with a child that is not her husband's. It's a story of a child born in a dirty animal stall. It's a story of a family of refugees who had to flee their homeland so that their child would not be killed. It is a story of one sent into the world in peace who was condemned to death. It is a story of a light sent to shine in the darkness, which the world snuffed out. It is the story of God's never-ending, self-giving mercy, which was rejected and condemned. So if it doesn't feel like the most wonderful time of the year to you, take heart, because Jesus understands. And it can be a whole lot better when we don't put that pressure on to expect it to be 
in my mind, what the commercials say and the power of advertisements. It can be much more bearable. It can be much more reasonable, acceptable, if we can let go of expectations and accept where we are and who we are just like God does. It can be a time to prepare for the Messiah, to prepare our hearts. Jesus the Christ is born, the one who gives meaning to our life. A time to prepare our hearts, acknowledging that God came into the world to walk with us. God in the flesh coming to be with us so that we would know God's love and share God's love. It is a wonderful time of the year if we let go of the pressure to make our Christmas Pinterest worthy and instead make it peaceful, asking for God's help, seeking God's peace, paying attention to God's presence, paying attention to the love that surrounds us, being grateful for two hours, no fighting, knowing that God goes before us, making a crooked path straight. If we trust that God has us just where God wants us to be, we are just where we are supposed to be right now, and we can rest in this, rest in God's presence instead of trying to be something we aren't. If we can undo some of our expectations, maybe the tree isn't perfect. Maybe you will miss that party or not even get invited. If we recognize that the commercials can tell lies, and purchasing things cannot bring peace. If we focus on the love that was born through Christ and let this be our guide, knowing that Christ loves us and accepts us where we are, as we are, even in our grief and our challenges. And remember, Remember the story. Mary was alone and afraid, but God was with her and exalted her among women. Joseph was disgraced, but God revealed in Joseph's cause for disgrace God's plan to save the world. The world was in darkness. But God sent the life of light, light the life, the, but God sent the light of life to shine. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Not because you have to be cheery and happy and merry and have all the things that everything, the TV tells us we should have, but because you don't. We have, some of us 
heavy spirits and shattered dreams. But in that place, God comes to be with us, to comfort, to redeem, to save, to restore, to empower, to strengthen, to grant peace, to hold you in the communion of saints with those whom you have loved and lost, to make our rough ways smooth. It is the most wonderful time of the year. For Christ is born. Love has come. God is with us. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you for coming to comfort and redeem, to save and restore, to empower and strengthen, to grant us your peace. For it is in Christ's name that we pray. Amen.